you tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris, and Mop Master dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Welcome to 31 Days of Terror 2023, day number 14. And I have three spooky stories for you today. And story number one comes from Phoebe. Just for some background, my aunt, my mum's youngest sister and I have always been very close. She's also my godmother and both of us nearly died when we were born. To this end, we baffle people as neither of us were born with lifelines on our palms. Recently, we've both experienced some weird and unexplainable encounters. My dad passed away last year, a few days before my daughter was born. He loved babies and children and so never got to meet his first granddaughter. Since then, I've been blessed with white butterflies. In London, they are not that common. White feathers and loads of white blossoms falling on my hair when I'm out walking. These are all explainable, but lovely and comforting at the same time. Here is when it gets weird. I was putting her to sleep a few weeks ago and came downstairs after she drifted off and turned on the baby monitor. As soon as the screen flickered into life, there was a clear figure of a man standing over my daughter looking like he was cooing. At first I just thought it was my husband before I realised that my husband was sitting next to me on the couch. Once I looked up and saw him and back to the baby monitor, the man had gone. I went up to make sure there was no man hiding in our house, but of course there wasn't. My aunt's best friend and former colleague passed away recently after a long illness. My aunt owns an amazing second-hand bookshop in Ireland and was stocking the shelves one day. She said that every time she put a book on a shelf, the book would push back as if something was pushing against it. But there was nothing there or nothing magnetic that could have caused it. The creepiest incident happened when a mother and teenage daughter came into the shop. The daughter loved literature, and the mother went on to describe to my aunt that she was looking for a particular book called Mr. Darcy by a random author. My aunt knew she was referring to and describing Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen, but didn't want to correct the mum to embarrass her as her daughter was rolling her eyes full of teenage attitude. They were the only customers in the shop, and had a chat with my aunt for a few minutes, but they didn't browse the shelves or buy anything. They both left, and my aunt sat down behind the counter to continue reading her book. My aunt suddenly heard a large thump and looked up to find a book lying in the middle of the floor that had fallen off the shelf. The shelves slope downward, so it's not something that has happened before or since. She said she knew instinctively what book it was going to be on the floor before she went over to it. Sure enough, When she went to see which book it was, it was Pride and Prejudice. And she thinks this was her friend's way of saying, this is the book, you stupid idiot. I know very little about palm reading, um, but that seems really weird to me, that you both 
nearly died before you were born and you were born without lifelines on your palms. <gasps> that blows my mind. Is I mean, is palm reading still a thing? Do people still do it? I'm going to have to look it up and see what the different lines on your palms represent. I know that there's like a line, there's a lifeline, there's a line for love, there's a line for wealth, I think, and prosperity. I need to look it up and look into it. And I do love those stories where people have signs from their lost loved ones and it's like I always say, it doesn't matter whether they're explainable or not. If they bring you comfort, that's what matters. And white butterflies, white feathers and loads of white blossoms, that's beautiful. That's so lovely. And, you know, white symbolises peace and calm and, yeah, it's lovely. But, I mean, your your dad appearing on the baby monitor is not not so much peace and calm and lovely. I mean, it's lovely but definitely spookier. And I would have done the same thing as you, checking the house, see if there's a, an actual man hiding in the house somewhere. And obviously you kind of, I imagine you kind of knew before you went up the stairs that there wasn't going to be a man hiding somewhere in your house. That must have been a very important thing for your dad to be able to come back and meet his first granddaughter because it's an important thing. And it brings me great comfort to think that in the afterlife, people can make those visitations and I do absolutely love the pettiness of taking Pride and Prejudice out and, you know, slamming it on the floor and being like, it's Pride and Prejudice, it's not called Mr. Darcy. And respect to your aunt for being like, I'm not going to correct you because I don't want to embarrass you. But your aunt's best friend and colleague was clearly more so like, just take the fucking book, okay? It's This is the book you're looking for. It's not called Mr. Darcy, I promise. And story number two comes from Anonymous. I attend a dance school in my town behind a hospital. I usually finish up late, around 8 or 8.30, and I'm usually one of the last ones to leave the dressing room. My class that day was on the upstairs level. Walking down the flight of steps, in front of you is the door. To your right is the downstairs studio. A small courtyard is in between the hallway and the room. A door at the back of the studio leading into the courtyard was left tightly sealed. I know this because there was no other class downstairs that night and the staff lock it up after the last lesson of the day. As I was walking down the steps, I felt a cold finger run down my back. I rolled my shoulders back thinking it was one of my friends being funny. I looked back and in fact it wasn't. There was nothing there. I felt a bit awkward and continued walking down until something caught my eye. I turned and there, in the clearly locked studio, was a shadow figure though it was in the shape of a ballerina. As I looked, it felt like a month had gone by. It stopped dancing, turned and stood, just watching me, filling me with dread. The words amputate rushed through my head in a big whoosh-like sensation. You better believe that I got out of there fast. I haven't been down there alone since. I haven't asked my friends or teachers about it in case they think I'm crazy. I have a beautiful brindle greyhound named Penny who, as I write this, is leaning against my legs. At the time of this event, I was walking her around my smallish neighbourhood. I wasn't going my usual route with her because I could tell that she was getting bored of our old route. I'm not sure whether that made a difference or not. I was walking along and we had passed many people and she had been fine. I was walking on an uphill path and I noticed this guy. He seemed pretty normal at first and I didn't take much notice of him. He kept his head down and I couldn't see his face. My dog started leaning against me and cowering as he approached. I thought this was weird, but after hearing all the stories, I didn't doubt her a bit. 
She seemed uneasy and was immediately fine after the guy passed us. I pet her neck to let her know she was a good girl and I kissed her head. After she settled down, I turned around to see what this guy's deal was. To my utter shock and horror, his head was fully rotated around and he was watching me like a bloody owl. I was so spooked I jerked my head around and started patting Penny more to comfort me from the trauma I had just experienced. I truly believe that animals have a sixth sense for inhuman and paranormal beings. My proof also lies in multiple stories told. This last story chills me even to this day. About five years ago I had a vivid dream. I was in a white blank room. As if someone was moving and left everything. All that was left was an Akubra hat. In Australia, those are the big iconic cork hats. These corks are used to shoo away flies from your face. At the time of this dream, a small black-haired girl was sitting in the corner of the room. Her face was in between her legs. She was barefoot and her feet were dirty with grime and there was a big pool of blood sitting on the other side of the room. She had a sad, almost desperate hopelessness to her aura. She was shaking her shoulders like you do when you cry. My heart sank and I felt so sad just seeing her. I went down and sat next to her. I hugged her and patted her back, telling her it was going to be okay. She leaned against me and her tears fell onto my shirt. Her body heat and weight felt so intensely real. She looked up at me and half her face had been pulled off so there was just muscle. Her eye sockets were dark pools and she looked horridly beaten and terrifying. The creepiest thing was, when I woke up, there were wet tear patches all over my pyjama shoulders and chest, right where she had been sitting. I wonder whether she was a real girl and that she was trying to share her story to people. Maybe those were her last moments before death. I can't quite figure it out, but maybe something should be just left alone and unanswered. Oh, that sounds so creepy to be in a dance studio and feel that finger running down your back. That seems to be quite a common thing that people experience too, based on the listener submissions that we get. You know, people feeling like a finger down their back or a finger up their spine, like an actual cold finger, not just a turn of phrase. So it seems like whatever it was wanted to get your attention for sure. And then to see that shadow figure in the studio, that ballerina dancing, I mean... Christ and and the the way that the word amputation flashed into your brain or amputate rather flashed into your brain does that mean that the spirit or the shadow was a dancer who had to have an amputation and therefore couldn't dance anymore from what I know about ballet it's it's a it's a it's a lifetime commitment you know to do ballet so to not be able to do it would be some serious unfinished business secondly owl man can absolutely get fucked no. And dogs always know. Dogs have a great sense of people. Cats have a great sense of people. I think cats care less. But dogs, I think, always know you are so right. And if I turned around and I see a man whose head is swiveled around like a fucking owl to watch me, I'm dropping dead on the spot. That is terrifying. And again, not the first time we've had somebody write in to say that they've experienced some weird paranormal entity that defies the laws of human biology out on the streets just walking around pretending to be a normal person and I mean fundamentally it is always owls and the last story about your dream like I wonder if I don't know it sounds like like a waiting room you know or like 
a liminal space in between this life and the next. I don't know. And were you meant to be there? Were you meant to see it? And then suddenly you see this little girl and she's been injured and maybe maybe she's maybe she was dead. Maybe she was en route to wherever you go after you die. I don't know. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And story number three comes from Georgia. When I was at university in Cornwall in the UK, I visited the Witchcraft Museum a small and independently run museum in the atmospheric town of Boscastle. The museum had a large collection of both historic and modern artefacts which have a link to witchcraft or magic. I would absolutely recommend a trip to all listeners who are into the weird and wonderful, but my experience might put some people off. I've been to the museum several times, but it was on my fifth visit with a friend of mine where I had my odd experience. There was a new exhibition on in the museum based on puppet dolls and it had only recently been set up in a new space so I had not seen the exhibition on any of my previous trips. The museum is essentially a large house so all of the rooms are quite small and this one with the exhibition was particularly dark with a corridor for people to walk through made out of glass cabinets with various creepy puppet dolls or voodoo dolls inside. Just to give you a glimpse of the kind of stories associated with these dolls. One was a cotton doll from the 1950s with a stitched on face and dressed in a nurse's uniform. The stomach of the doll had been stabbed with a knitting needle, which was still inside the doll, and real blood was smeared around where the needle was penetrating. The story goes that this puppet was created by a practicing witch on request to force a vulnerable woman who had gotten pregnant out of wedlock to miscarry her child. There was also puppet dolls which had been supposedly linked into missing people cases or murder. It's obviously hard to prove that these stories are true or factual but these dolls are still historic objects and worthy of being displayed. I had been walking through the exhibition and reading the information boards without an issue when I was suddenly overcome with the feeling that I was going to faint. It was like a wave which went up my entire body at an incredibly fast speed. And all I kept thinking was, 
I'm going to pass out and land on one of these glass cabinets surrounding me. At the time I couldn't speak as I was so focused on not falling over and everything was starting to go blurry but I managed to grab my friend by her arm and once she saw the state of me she led me out to the museum and past the reception to get some fresh air. I can't remember this but my friend said she told the woman working at the reception that I wasn't feeling well and needed to go stand outside for a moment. The minute I got into the parking lot and into the fresh air, I immediately felt better. I sat down on the floor and just took a moment to breathe. The receptionist then came out to check on me, which was very nice of her, and she had brought with her some water for me too. Now, I know this might sound like I had a moment of claustrophobia within a dark and small space, was overheated, or was just generally overcome with the desire to faint, and all that's very possible. But here's where it gets weird. The receptionist asked me, Did you by any chance feel faint while you were in the puppet exhibition space? To which I said yes. She then said, it happens all the time. We've had so many people who report feeling sick in that space, faint in that space or become really emotional in that space for seemingly no reason. She also told me that before they moved the puppet exhibition into that space and it was used for another exhibition which didn't include the dolls, there were no links to people suffering physically or emotionally in that room. She ended the conversation by saying, It's the poppets. They play with people, and some of them are certainly malicious. I would 100% visit the Witchcraft Museum again, as it's an incredible place, but I absolutely will be skipping the poppet exhibition on my next trip. As this is day number 14 of 31 Days of Terror, I will be en route to Cornwall to visit the Witchcraft Museum as we speak, which is a really weird coincidence, to be perfectly honest. My visit to the Witchcraft Museum has nothing to do with this story, but it just so happens that it is today that I'm on the way to Cornwall, and it is also today that this story is going to come out on the podcast, as in the 14th of October. I will report back and let you know how I get on at the Witchcraft Museum and whether or not I have any experiences in the Poppet exhibition thing is though now that I've read this story am I going to be primed to have an experience in the puppet exhibition and I just think you know like obviously these things are historical artifacts and you can believe in them you can believe in whatever you want that's not the point but the point is that with a lot of these puppets people often made them with really negative intentions or the intentions of negative things happening because of these puppets so is that possible that that negative energy is like lives within these puppets and they enacted on unsuspecting people it's definitely a weird one but i will report back for sure thank you so much for listening to today's episode thank you to phoebe anonymous and georgia for sending in your stories if you would like to send in your story you can do so by emailing it to real life ghost stories podcast at gmail.com you can also check out the website real life ghost stories podcast.com And if you are desperate for some extra spooky content, you can subscribe to the Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash real life ghost stories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content, as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad free. And on that note, I shall see you tomorrow. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? 
Go stream something new on Hulu.